Today's thoughts are part of a series I'm doing on eyes that was prompted by an incident I recently had. This podcast is a rough around the edges attempt at exploring my mind in hopes that it might inspire you to explore yours. My name is Fontaine, and this is Fox in Thought. Last night I stabbed myself in the eye. Okay, maybe I should reframe that. Last night a wire stabbed me in the eye while I was doing some gardening. My hand immediately flew over my eye and I held it there. Questions started racing through my mind. Am I blind? Should I go to the hospital? How quickly do I need to act? You know how oftentimes when you hurt yourself, the incident lasts for a moment or two and then it's over? Like stubbing your toe. You do it, it's the worst thing ever, and a minute later you're fine. So I kept hoping, please go away pain. Like so many issues in our lives, I was taking a wait and hope it disappears strategy, which sometimes is effective, but usually not. In this case, after an hour sitting with my eye planted over, with my hand planted over my eye, the pain was still not gone. I tried opening my lid, and I could still see vague colors and shapes, so I hadn't completely blinded myself, but my eye was very unhappy about being open. My mind cast back to a story my mom used to tell us about my brother. Walter once super glued his eye shut. He was a kid, maybe five or six, and he had an eye ointment uh, for whatever reason. And he saw a tube of what he thought was his medicine on the counter, and he put it on his eye, eyelash line, which actually glued his lid shut. Uh, luckily, he started screaming immediately. My mom was able to rush him to the ER. Ugh, I cannot imagine what it must have been like to be mom. Uh, luckily, Walter made it out with uh, full eyesight, but always, a, always a, um, a scary story to reflect on. Uh, I felt, for me, my eye needed to be closed. So I fastened myself a makeshift eye patch. I covered it with a cotton makeup remover pad. I secured it with electrical tape. And I placed like an airline eye mask askew over the area, kind of like an oblong eye patch. And I hunkered down for the night and hoped the pain would be gone when I woke up. Lo and behold, it was not. So I got ready to head to the doctor. As I prepared to make the walk to the doctor, I tried to figure out the best way to travel. Should I sport my makeshift patch to the doctor? Should I take off the contraption and keep my eye closed in a perpetual wink? I settled on removing the contraption and wearing sunglasses, which I thought would be more subtle. It's weird and probably sad, but I was thinking most about how to not embarrass myself. I cared a lot about how complete strangers saw me. I actually found the whole situation quite mortifying. Beyond strangers, I was embarrassed by what the doctor would think. My housemates, my colleagues. I was embarrassed to ask my housemate, Gabby, one of my closest friends in Sydney, for her help when I needed aid with small tasks around the house. I guess it's about not wanting to appear vulnerable in front of other people. I don't know exactly where this embarrassment comes from. On one hand, as women, as I've talked about before, we are constantly conditioned to care about how other people perceive us. 
So part of it may be that. But I also don't like burdening other people with my problems. I often don't vocalize my own feelings or complaints, but instead listen to other people talk about theirs. I try to handle most of myself, most of my stuff myself. So since I went to the doctor, I've been kind of playing with my sight and trying to adjust to this hopefully temporary normal. And seeing with only one eye is like orienting yourself to a new home. I have about 60 or 75% of my previous sight capacity. The peripheral vision is mostly gone on my right, but it's still pretty impressive seeing how far my left eye's peripheral vision extends to make up for my right eye being out of commission. I can't see my right shoulder, so washing and shaving my underarm had to be done by feel. Looking at a screen was painful, so I tried reading. But because I don't have two visual input streams, I can't really focus on the words. Like, I can see that the words are there, but I can't focus on them. There's probably some metaphor in there about how to try to accomplish something when you just have one perspective, how focus is futile, and maybe about how having a a second perspective can help you hone in on the right strategy. The only thing I've really been able to do is lie on my back and listen to music. I never, ever just lie there and listen to music. So that's been an interesting forcing function for me to just marinate in sound. Without the ability to read or write, my mind has been brimming with thoughts. I intend to capture them all into a series on eyes and vision, once I can use a computer again, to release all this pressure from my mind. Until then, I'll leave you with this question. Whose eyes have made a significant impression on you? Mm-hmm.